Scotch are you drinking? I've got Yamazaki 12. Oh. What's that? Is that a Japanese number? You betcha. Yeah. It's really hard to get a hold of. I was lucky enough my business partner bought is, me it. Is, so that, is that what we were drinking it. Oracle that night after that restaurant? Oh, no. We had a Yamazaki 18, that real oh. XE one that we didn't know was really expensive. Yeah. $500 bill. <laughs> yeah. Three right. drinks. Fucking. <laughs> Jesus. Is that on the road? That was ridiculous. Yeah, the guy next yeah. guy, guy at the table next to us stitched us. Yeah, it was definitely on the rocks. The guy next to us stitched us up a bit. He's like, You gotta try the eighteen if you think the twelve's good. We're like <laughs> Me and Brennan just wanna had a ridiculous day at the on the um races. Also won the meat tray. Yeah at um, Burley at the, Surf Club. At the which Burley Cup was that again? Yeah, Nor- North, North Burley. Yeah, North Burley. And then um then that guy we went to that awesome dinner, drunk heaps of sake. And then, um, oh yeah, a little Japanese theme night, sort of, yeah, like a definitely an Asian theme night. Nice. Went and saw some lady boys later. <laughs> they're nah, hard nah, to that, find on the Gold Coast. They're not too hard. <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors with the ladies' boys. The ladies' boys. <laughs> Anyways, it was a good night, but yeah, fucking couple of eighteen-year-olds, whiskeys that is, <laughs> not lady boys. <laughs> They're expensive, those eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, hard to find. Anyway, Oracle, it's uh, it's been a week or so. So, what's uh, what's what's happening, mate? You got something uh, good for us? A bit of bit of good racing on this weekend, actually. Oh, I've got some ripper racing. So we got um, got Randwick obviously delivering a lot of group and listed races, and then we've got obviously Sandown delivering the Group One CF4. Oh, the CF4 looks amazing. Doesn't it? It's, I've got a few angles. It'd be good to talk to you guys about it, about what your initial thoughts are. I've had a little. I've had a little. I've had a little. Uh, I, I just had a look at the field um, just briefly today, and something yeah. um, just came to me. And uh, and there's not there's no reason behind it or anything. It's just something that I, I think I'm going to have to run with. Yeah, what's but your theory? I really like Tuvalu. Tuvalu, good horse. I think very, it, very good horse. I think it might just be ready to like peak. It had a good um it had a good trial there at um, Geelong, I think, at the end of January. I didn't mind it. And then you had Sparkle who, which I'll touch on in the last race at Sandown as well, which which came in just behind it. So I like where your head's at with that. And do you want to touch on that race now or do you That's, want to are we gonna oh, are we gonna touch on this now? Should we just start up, with up this? To you, really. Corbs, can you well, I reckon we do a bit phone? of a wrap of last week so everyone can put their a couple of horses in their black books and then we'll get to that because I've got a few angles with that race and it'll be interesting to see and get your guys' thoughts on it. Let's okay. start on the oar. No, sorry, we're not going to do that. Yeah, oh, we're not? He wasn't listening. Yeah, we'll do a wrap-up of last week. What do you got for us? So, what did you guys think of the racing? Uh, I enjoyed it. That Benedetta or whatever that you tipped. Um, Benedetta, Benedetta was good. I thought the the maiden that I was quite keen on was quite disappointing in River Tamer. I thought Jeff Penzer didn't ride it 
as best he can, but it clearly wasn't a good horse anyway. So I've sacked that one from the black book and I thought Exolita, I thought Exolita was really, really good considering circumstances. Yes, I did mention to you lads that I had concerns about her first up record and it, it's it's not great and it continues to not be great. But I thought considering she was coming up against horses who were hard fit two, three, four runs into their prep, I thought she did really, really well to, yeah. to run into fourth over an unsuitable trip because I think she's more a 1,400, 1,600-metre horse. With a big weight too. Yeah, yeah. And again, yeah, she was top weight. I thought Michael D got her in the perfect position and then she finished off nicely enough, but it just showed her. It just showed to me that there was a, it was a horse in need of a run. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I went big on Benedetta because there was just no way it was really losing that race, um, no. and so that kind of covered me for the other two losses. So, I, I yeah, when happy. I when I said to you lads, when I sent through like the unit staking, I just pretty much just said launch job. Oracle, pretty much. I've got a confession. What I'll, was it? I'll put fifty units on um, <laughs> on Benedetta. <laughs> Do you know what got him over the line? <laughs> the in brackets chat. You said well, oh, Benedetta, when I said it, five unit play, than... in brackets, personally, a lot more. And, and I, I sent that to a couple of people, Oracle, and then they said, I said, um, Oracle's, Oracle can only say five units, but I think he's going bigger. And a few people launched on it. So thanks, Oracle. Yeah, well, that was our first launch of 2023, wasn't it? Oh, it was too. A 50-unit launch. It just got me back. We're in orbit. We're, yeah, well, we are, yeah. And, and the week before, which was good, which we didn't get to touch on. So, yeah, we're, we're on a bit of a high. So yeah, good. Hopefully we got a bit of cash cash in, in store for this weekend. I had a good feeling about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it, to be honest. I think we'll be... I think we're going to be in good stead. I've got a couple at value that I'm going to consider. Obviously, I haven't done all the races in t- um, in full purely for the fact that I've had maybe an hour and a half to do a bit of it. But um, obviously, like we always do, we'll post on the socials. So, Oracle, where, where do you want to start? This well, bloody- you got a couple of black bookers for us? I do have a couple of black bookers. So, I thought I'd give you a couple of them that I really liked over, um, over the weekend. So... The first one was in race four at Randwick. It was a horse by the name of Running Bear. Oh, this is oh. a black booker of mine. This is a what? Running Bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Oracle Omen Bet. He's already, so, yeah, he's already I, got I, a black book. So he was, he was first up in the highway. Now, obviously, we know it's a highway race, but... I thought he was really, really good up first up behind Super Extreme. Um, he had a tough run. He was very deep in the run. And I think he'll be perfectly suited up to 1,400 metres next start in a similar grade. I'm not sure where they're going to be aiming him for. Um, I haven't seen any kind of chat or anything like that from um, from Jan Bowen regarding it. But wouldn't surprise me if it ends up in a country championship or she's aiming it um, towards that. Because I think it has the same silks as... Um, Casino Prince. Oh, no, Casino Kid. Oracle, what what, what race is this? This was in the highway. So this was race four at Randwick on the weekend. Mate, I've cooked it. It's not my my black book's definitely not running bare. It's a, um, I I black book everything (laughs) that I, well, I, I, sorry, I bet on everything that has bear in the name. And I know you should never do that. But I have I, if, if it's a first. No, that's an if omen it, bet. If it's a first up, I'll, never I'll, come on a bear. I, 
Never come on a bear unless it's already got unless come it's got on a nice hair. But um, look, I always bet on something with bear in its name. Come or no come. But um, it's done very, very well for me lately, um, it, which a couple of my black bookers, you know, with bear in the name. Um, yeah. But this one was not it, so I'm sorry to... Sorry to it's ramble right. well, and waste all our listeners' now. time. <laughs> no, it's all right. Nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, I've chucked that one in there. So I wouldn't mind seeing it in um, around the 1,400 metres next start, in around about a Class 3, high, maybe even highway grade, but if it goes back to the country, just launch into it over 1,400, particularly like a bigger track. So that that was one of the black bookers. The next one was in the Eskimo Prince, which was the, the big race that Apt Cabin absolutely blitzed everyone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, aft cabin. Yeah, so I, I thought I thought aft cabin was immense, and I think it's come back enormous this prep. I think it's going to potentially be the one of the better three year olds going around this year. Um, Zoo Tiger, I thought was really good. It, you could see it just needed to kick up the guts from Tommy Marquard, and I thought he rode the horse perfectly. But it was the third horse that I really liked was Communist too. I think we've backed before. Yeah. Oh yes, we did. So, yeah, so what we've got to look at is that was a 1,200-metre race in Eskimo Prince. Now, we looked at Communist. He got out to around the 2,000-metre mark and was still very effective. So I think Bill, I thought he finished off the race really, really nicely. And I would love to see him maybe not next start, but maybe over the mile. Um, and I think he'll be in, in with a great chance. And, um, yeah, I really like him. Oracle, he's, where, he's come back where, really nice. Where did we back him, Oracle, where he – I believe it was a 1,600-metre race. 16 so or 14, back, and it was, and it yeah, was his it, last run of the la, of his last prep, I believe, actually. Yeah, so it, it was in the 1,600-meter so well. race. Ran second. Remember, he was yeah, yeah behind epic. Golden Mile. That's it, yeah. and it was epic. And then Golden Mile went on to win yeah, uh, the next just race. Just be a freak, didn't it? Yeah, so, yeah aft, so, that aft cabin I left out of my quaddy stupidly. It was the one favorite that I laid, and I'm a fucking idiot. But, yeah, that... Because um, I hit every course, other leg. Yeah. But okay, Which so we'll, great. we'll um yes, keep chuck that in that. there, and then there's one more if you want to hear it as well. Yeah. So where's right, Com- where's Communist this weekend? He would. It's be not running. running. Oh, okay. Sorry. So this is this is to add to the black book. Yeah, and then the last one is Bell Mia. So that was in the race that Benedetta blitzed them in. I thought Bell Mia was really really good. Um, she was held up for most of that straight when um, discerning was out wide, which is the horse that ran second. And, and Benedetta was, was obviously gone, being a gone and nothing was catching it. But um, caught, caught some really, really nice sectionals despite being held up for a lot of the race. And I think looking up towards a mile next start, I think it, it's going to be a really, really good bet. And probably that kind of listed grade, I think it'll be a good horse. But the problem is I don't know if we'll get a price about it purely for the fact that, it wasn't just me who saw that run. It was probably everyone, really. Yeah. Well, we will see you anyway. We'll put, I'll, so I'll let's be see putting if, money on it anyway. Yeah. Well, let's see how we go. And if, if we get a good price, then obviously it would definitely be a bet. Okay, lovely. So, right, so that was pretty much the weekend breakdown, I reckon. We, so let's move on to Randwick, you reckon? Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Now, what have we got happening at Randwick? A uh, hell of a lot. So we've got the obviously the standard two-year-old race leading up to the slipper. So you'll see a few debutantes getting around. There's a couple of slipper favourites, which we'll talk about. You've obviously got your standard highway and midway. And then we've got the Inglis, 
um, the English race, which is that kind of, how do we put it, like a, a restricted race to only English-style horses, where it's $1.1 million to the winner. So what does that mean for English-style horses, sorry? So it's like Magic Millions, you know, where you can only be a Magic Millions horse to run in the Magic Millions. Oh, so yeah. you've, only, you've been sold through those sales. So this English race, English have so much cash, so they just put this race up every year. And usually it's taken up by by one horse who ends up being a freak. But this year, it's a really, really good field. And I, I actually love the race. And I think there's a, there's a couple of different angles you could take with it. And I don't think, yes, learning to fly, and we'll, we'll speak about her, is is short in the race. But I, I can make cases for a few others in that race as well. Now, this is race six, um, Renwick. Yeah. So, yeah, learning to fly. Now, you had a um, bit of an opinion on its first run. Yeah, I thought for a debut run, I thought it was just phenomenal what it did. It burnt the candle at both ends, so it went out hard with that leader. Um, I forget who the leader was in that race. Um, perfect proposal, potentially. But either way, went went hard out in that race and clocked some really good sectionals home. And what I loved about it was when Steel City eyeballed her, she just picked up again and just kicked onto the line and... Her figures were about three lengths faster than the Red Resistance and King's Gambit race. So purely looking at from a perspective that, one, she was on debut. Two, she had a relatively tough run up the front there. One would suggest that she's going to get a lot of fitness from that run and a lot of experience. And I, I think she's a very, very good horse. Now, the only issue here is this barrier, isn't it? Because she's The got barrier is oh, God. junk. And the she's problem the is when you're dealing... Field. Yeah, when you're dealing with such a big field like this, the concern is where one where she's going to end up, and is she going to push forward and try and take a spot, and then potentially be caught two, three, four wide, and just be gassed at the end of that that 1100 meters? Because I have I because when you see these two year old races, you a lot of them they're they're unraced and inexperienced so the ten, the chances are some of them will just pull their heads off and they'll be taken to the front now i i suspect this race is going to have an incredibly fast pace yeah i reckon they're just going to be guns are blazing in this race i can so see that, yeah. it looks like that on paper yeah. too everyone there's i'm looking at a minimum of like eight liters the speed map yeah has the speed map got all of them leading Holy shit, it almost almost does. It nearly does. It nearly does. So in my my speed map, I've got barriers one, two, and three all moving forward. I've then got Dorothy Gale also kicking up. And then we've got Learning to Fly and Gambare from the wide alleys coming forward. Do you guys have a similar sort of speed map? Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. Which is, this is a sit and watch, right? Oh, this is 100% a sit and watch. Like... Had learning to fly drawn, I guess, between gates three and eight, I would have said launch job. But the fact that she's out that far wide in a big horse field with idiot young horses around, it just, yeah, it's a bit concerning for me. If she she wins this one, she's something special. Do you reckon she could just sit off and just let them cook themselves and just come with a bit of a run down the outside? I think the key will be how quickly she gets out of the gates. Because if she's real tardy away, she could end up out the back. But again, that... with these young horses, we don't actually know what their abilities are. Like, take for example, remember when Platinum Jubilee debuted right out the back in the Gimrack and rocketed home, yeah. and then next start led. So 
I don't know. Annabelle will be. She's a really good tactician, and um, with her races and. Chad Schofield knows the horse. He's in form at the moment. So it would not surprise me if they kind of – I don't think they'll buy for the lead and try and get there, but I wouldn't surprise me to see – They'd be mad too, um, wouldn't they? Surely just like tell the stewards they're sitting off and let it have a crack at them when they've all done themselves, surely. Because I might, I might try and see what the tactics what the, the tactics are or if there's going to be a change of tactics with it. I'll, I'll just be trolling through the, the stewards' reports and seeing – but it wouldn't surprise me if they kind of just follow across, find a, a posse, and then try and come down the outside. Because with Randwick, we're going to have a good deck. The rail's in the true position. So that's that's really fair racing for that track. So it wouldn't surprise me if she sits out back and then just comes down the widest, widest barrier and then, and then finishes over the top of them. I'll back her if they're going to say they're going to ride her like that. And ride her conservatively. So I'd be considering it as well. Yeah. The other horse that I really, really liked was this Lazago. Okay. So oh, Lazago yeah. was, yeah, so she was really, really good. Um, yeah, first, like, I think she raced there just before Christmas and was in a really decent race. And she, she had a weird drift in the market. So I think she, she SP'd around the $8 mark or maybe even a little bit longer, but opened a lot shorter, which was interesting. So I'm not sure the the reason behind that. Oh, yeah, here you go. Yeah, so she SP opened $8. $3.70. Yeah. She opened at $3.70 and then SP'd at $8. So there was a massive drift on it. And I was really puzzled by that. And then she had a really, really nice trial um, just leading up to this race um, at the end of January. Yeah. The only thing I have the concerns with is Brenton Abdullah outside of that trial there in January was has been riding her and he's opted to jump on the facility, the Gerald um, Gerald um, Ryan standing at, uh, what's his name, Sterling Alexio horse. So that's another puzzling thing as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure if it was a prior booking. Now, we know Pikey. Pikey's starting to find a bit more form, which is really, really good. But again, he hasn't had a great deal of success, success over here in um in on the the eastern side. So I don't know. Interesting I'm puzzled. to see um Avdala's ridden for Seal as well um for all her trials. Yeah, including her. Yeah, second. so see how like yeah, exactly right. So you're looking at like that. You're going, well, is that is, is that a preference from him? Does he does he feel that? Uh, Facilities is is going to be or facile. I don't even know how they pronounce it. Is going to be a better option? I don't know. It's 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 food for thought, and it's certainly going to be a sit and watch race. But again, it's one of those things. Well, I'll just be trolling through those George reports, and if we get that change of tactics, then I think it might be a launch job into learning to fly. Well, we'll wait and see for your tips closer to the time. I guess you know. Yeah, we'll how... see what yeah. they, we'll see what they say. Interesting. Um, what are the, what are the other ones you like in this? In this meeting, the light well, fingers well, stakes. Well, let's just touch first on the first race where we've got Don's um, Corleone and Kings Gambit having a run around. Oh, so yeah. two two horses who are fancied in in those slipper slipper markets. It's interesting to see that Kings Gambit's bear doesn't have a jockey booked at the present moment. That's I can't so see anything. Weird. Can you see guys? Uh, can you guys see anything? Uh, yeah, no. Nah. So, yeah, I'm quite puzzled by that. Not Obviously, you can see here that J-Mac has opted to ride the Snowden horse, Don uh, Corleone or Sorleone, however you want to pronounce it, Corleone, as opposed definitely. to King's Gambit. To be honest, I actually like King's Gambit drawn out wide because if you look at that first up run in the Canterbury behind Red Resistance, he was drawn in. I think he was barrier one. 
And he just, I'm not sure if he liked being around horses and red resistance, obviously had a field out the front and then kicked on the bend. And, and essentially it was mathematically impossible for King's Gambit to reel him in, but I like him drawn out a little bit, but I'm just intrigued to see the, the jockeys that they oft, oft I guess, opt for because Colette, um, Abdullah, Marquard, Nash, Brett Preble, Josh Parr, Timmy Clark are all, have all got riders. Who are they going to go with? I'm sorry, I've all got mouse. What, what, so, what apprentices can they go with that aren't booked as um, well? I don't know. You can look for like a, a like is Rachel King got a mount? So Rachel King doesn't have a mount. She's she's a good rider. Um, Tyler Schiller doesn't have a mount. There we go. Dil, yeah. Dylan Gibbons doesn't have a mount. Chad Schofield, yeah. I don't think has a mount. What's a, so uh, a what's his name? Young Zach or whatever is he suspended? Zach Lloyd. Yeah. I think a day like this is probably a bit out of his realm. I think he he'll be he was used a lot during the off season, but you'll find that he'll start to drop back to the provincials now. Uh, okay, but rather than your gun, so your Reese Joneses, Tyler Schillers, they're the gun apprentices. Like they are top notch guys, so they'll be graduating pretty soon and be top liners. So those guys will probably float around these meetings, but it won't be someone like Zach Lloyd. Okay. He might get the occasional ride here and there, but I, I don't see it very often. So there's a few good jockeys um, there for King's Gambit to, to go with. But again, it's um, James McDonald is obviously, that's a pretty good guide, I think, to me, about where he's, where he sees, the, sees it fit. Yeah. For okay. money's comfort as well. Yeah. It's actually fucked quite a bit. It opened at 2.35 and then went up and then dropped. And now it's back up again. So, see what happens with that one, I guess. Is that a sit and watch as well, Oracle, you think? Yeah, yeah, I don't think... I don't, there's no meat in the bone on the, either of those those two horses. So, it'll be a sit and watch, but it's good for the... I think I touched on it with Connie with the, the last few potties we've done. It, it's just keep an eye on these two-year-olds leading up to the slipper because the the market will change a hell of a lot between now and and, obviously, the slipper. Yeah. So just watch those horses starting to build, starting to gain a bit more experience and those sorts of things. Yeah. So just sit back and enjoy that one. Yeah, sit back and enjoy it. All right. So what do you want to go jump back into these stakes races? Uh, well, let's jump into race five, which is group three. So that's the Southern Cross Stakes. So you guys will probably see a couple of familiar oh, yeah. horses in this race. Oh, geez, there's some good races on, isn't there? Look, it's it's, now, rid- it's watch, ridiculous this weekend. It's good. And we haven't even touched on Sandown yet. So what shits me about this, and I think I, I spoke to, I wasn't sure if it was one of you guys that I spoke to about it, is when a horse that's in my black book or a horse that I'm a big fan of, they end up booking a jockey that I can't stand. Quantico. Shits me. Yeah, I love Quantico too. And Voldemort's oh, on it. It's such a good horse and he's on it. And do you know what? His percentage, his winning percentage has dropped another whole percent since we last spoke. And he, he's, now, uh, he's now at 7.3%. Oracle, I'm just looking at the trials as well. The trials were good. Because the trials are all Mac. I know. It shits me. Except for the last trial he came tenth. Yeah, but I know that doesn't mean much because the trials. Have a watch of that. It was a real bunch finish, that trial. He wasn't really let down. The the trial on the twelfth of Jan was really nice. But like it just shits me that he's being booked. Um but so it's again, a no bet. We've got to go with it's our no rule. Bet. Well, can you guys? So, so I actually did a speed map for this race. Can you tell me who you have leading? 
Yeah, because I've titanium got titanium power, power for sure. I've That's got what titanium he does. power. I've got it leading with no other leader. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Mr. Mozart inside him. Yeah, Mr. Mozart. I was about to say keeping close count, but not. Well, no, I not... think Mr. Mozart needs needs a heavy deck. I don't think he's going to be appreciating this good deck that we're going to be having. Yeah, and you've got so Quantico will be back there on the on the inside somewhere. He'll probably be out back, I suspect. So what I find interesting is I thought Titanium Powder has been really, really good the last two starts. He was really good uh, ahead of Noble Soldier in a, like a BM88 um, in early January. And he's he's had to ca- carry Glenn Schofield last two rides. Like yeah. not, not to discount Glenn, but he's no Timmy Clark. Now, remember we spoke about last week about Timmy Clark being one of the best on-speed jockeys going around. Him and Nash probably, best judges yeah. of pace. So we've got Titanium Power, who's a leader. He's drawn out, which is actually quite nice because it gives him time to get across. And he's one from one at the track and distance. He loves the track. To me, I I feel like, well, what can you guys get? You getting around the eight dollar mark? Nah, nah, six fifty, six fifty and two dollars. But he, oh, he he's a horse oh, that so I back. There's been a bit of support. It has been it opened at ten. I back so. him every time oh. he goes around. Titanium so Power. Do I actually, he's one of my I, think, I think I've backed him the last two. Yeah. Well, looking at that race and how the sh- like the race shape of it, and this is just my opinion. I I think it's quite a slow tempo. Is going to be set purely for the fact that I think Titanium Powder will lead this very very easily. So, it, I'm like, although I've got a lot of time for Gravina, I think Espiona when she's on her day is a very good horse. She's she's cost people a lot of money. I think Quantico is yeah, a really so, really good horse, especially with Pike. You don't know what you're going to cop in, as you said, with Pike up this way. You know. Yeah, exactly. So Gravina's got a great first up record, loves the track and trip and actually loves the track and J-Mac on. So that's a scary prospect. But I think if, if Titanium Power, because it, it, it drops a bit in weight to 54.5 kilos, Joe Pride is absolutely flying and then we've got Timmy Clark on. I think it could be a really good each way play. I'm not going to put it down as, as a bet as such yet. But if I'm looking at this race, I think it's a race in two between three and seven. Yeah, I yeah, I I really like um titanium power. I, I mean if it yeah. if it gets a soft lead, it's it's hard to run down. Oh, it's a huge jockey upgrade, like monstrous jockey upgrade. Yeah. So all right. So yeah. so would you consider that a bet? Not not sure. I yet. actually would I wouldn't consider it like you know me. I, I'm I'm like now that the the ten dollar early price. I wish I snapped that up earlier. Um. I just didn't have time to look at it. Uh, I just wait now until Saturday because you don't see a huge deal of change between now. It's pointless getting on. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, I think I'll have something on it anyway. It really think, goes think, around where I don't bet and on it. I Oracle, back me up on Well, tell me what you think on this. I don't think it's going to change much from that price now that it's at $6.50 and $2.50. With those you, other... want the, you want the honest truth? It wouldn't surprise me to get back out to around that Nine ten dollar mark. Yeah, see, that's excellent stuff. That's that's good. That's because that's one thing is coming hear. out of it's coming out of lesser grade races. You've got you've got like think of all like the the monk punters out there who just see Gravina and see Quantico and they're like, oh, they're Group Two, Group Three winners, and those people will put money on. And naturally, when you put more money on horses, you see those odds odds simply come in. And and do you think like Gravina and that are even aiming for this? No, well. It's- Gravina's a first up and second up horse, and it's it's become like increasingly costly. It's a good horse, but yeah, we'll wait and see. But when you've got horses that can fire first up, you certainly you certainly consider them. That's for sure. 
Okay. Where are we going next then, Oracle? I'm looking through. This is ridiculous. Well, let's go to race seven. I reckon we touch on... Yeah, isn't it? The it's ridiculous. Finger, I'm like, oh, God, we've got so much to talk about. The light fingers stakes. Yeah, so have a look at it. We've got a... It had, me, it had me at fingers. In secret, yeah. <laughs> In secret? Oh, jeez, I can't wait to see that go around. With there. Nash Rawwiller. Oh, stop Jesus. it. Sunshine in Paris in this with Maloney and Nisham as well. Now, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll give you a couple of stats with this race. Now, the, the do you know what sucks? And I was so stoked to see her in this race with Zoo Gotcha got scratched this morning. Oh, what? Hang on, I'm going on, down. I did too. With, so with she got, massive deductions she, for everyone else. Yeah. Well, she would she would have probably started favourite in my opinion because she's like, I feel like in secret, yeah, I feel like she's more a 1,400 metre horse, but yes, she's very effective over 1,200. So don't, don't, don't think of it like that. But I feel like Zugotcha, she had an elevated temperature. So um, this is what I've read that um, while I had to notify the stewards and then scratched her. Bren, just looking at the trials of um in secret, Nash rode that last mm-hmm. one. Did you end up watching that? He went down by four point one lengths. I know trials don't mean too much sometimes. Sometimes they mean a lot. Honestly, if you go watch it, Corbs, it, Nature there Shrip. wasn't much in it. Nature Shrip. Okay, anything. good. No, I just I, I had to clarify that with you. Um, yeah, just a ridiculous record on in secret, really. So um so Fireburn was actually second in that trial as well. Same trial there, Corbs. And ridden like ridden patiently or ridden nicely as well. So that those two look really, really good in the market. And Sunshine in Paris, like we saw what she did, um, like I guess in December, didn't she? Remember she was in that race at Randwick where it was very leader bias that day, and she just rocketed home in that BM seventy eight. Yeah, actually, I actually remember Sunshine Paris at Doombin. Oh, yeah, and- she was a Doombin as well. Remember behind Stroll and Chinnyburn? Yeah, and and I thought that was epic. Well, we remember that was the race that we made her a bet, unfortunately, because we took a good price in that Doombin race. I think it was about six bucks we took when we when we posted it. Yeah. yeah. Now, so do, I, do you think she's a chance in this? I definitely do. So do you know what? It's funny. You know how we always talk about how good um, James McDonald is. Yeah. So this year, Ryan Maloney is on a bigger, a better strike rate than than James McDonald. Yeah, well, oh, do you think that's comparable? He's got all the golden no, rides. Not at all. You know what not I mean? All, He's but, riding Doobin. But, but a Ryan Maloney who's confident versus a Ryan Maloney who's not confident is is they're two very different jockeys. I actually like him. I think he's riding really, really yeah. well. He's making good decisions. Do you remember he and was poison he, at one stage? Oh, remember, mate, we remember, and, remember when? Yeah, we just could not catch him. Remember, he'd any any horse we got on with him where we love the horse, it'd be mm. it'd be a place he'd place, and then we'd leave him out because of how shit he was riding, and he'd win by three lengths, and we'd be shattered. Yep. All right. So, well, I don't. So I, I'd like to get here? around this. What are you thinking here, Oracle? I don't have. I don't have an angle in this race, unfortunately. Um, okay. I wouldn't be penning North North Star Lass, that's for sure. Trialed really, really nicely. Actually beat Animo in a trial. She's a belter even goes pretty good. She's a belter, exactly. North Star She's Lass looks, very like, good horse. looks like clear leader as well. What was that, sorry? North Star Lass, uh, clear leader. Yeah. Okay. Timmy Clark and- too. Exactly. So the the thing with North Star Lass is really hard because she was racing a lot in that um, that really wet... I guess wet autumn that we had 
um, last year and then that wet kind of spring. So we never actually got to see her on a good deck, which is a bit annoying. But I thought she um, she was really, really good in on, in her races and she's trialled nicely. Timmy Clark keeps the ride. So I wouldn't be penning her in the slightest either. She'll be in the quaddy, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Holy mackerel, where do we go next? Let's go. Well, let's go touch the on Apollo. Are we going to the Apollo? Uh, yeah, Animo yeah. Race oh, 8. Oh, God. Now, this this is... I'm going to sound like a broken record again, but fucking K-Mac is on the horse that I was considering bettering on again in this race. I really like Fangirl in this race. Yeah, Fangirl's one of your uh, favourites. Oh, man, it did my head in. So go back to... Do you guys remember the Wink Stakes in August last year when Animo won? I can't say I do. Remember but... he went up. Remember he went up the rails over the fourteen hundred meters, and Fangirl yeah. came down the outside. And she, if she got clear air and a better run in transit, I would. I, I don't think she would have won, but she would have been a lot closer. Yeah. So she loved. She loves good decks. We know that she's. She's. A, she's a very, very good. She's a good fresh horse. She's trialled nicely, and she likes Randwick. But it's just the the jockey booking that's oh. put me off. So. Honestly, I just think Animo wins because I can't see anything else in this race. Like, you look at Moanga, he's a mile to a 2,000-meter horse. Law of Indus, similar figure. Durston, Steyer, Stockman, Steyer. Vega one, yeah, he's, he's doing all right, but I don't think he'll do it. Arafeo, um, not up to this. Surefire, Steyer. El Bodegon, probably about a mile, 2,000-meter horse. Ice Bath needs it wet. Hinge is probably the other one that I consider in this bet. So when we look at it like that, I just think Animo is just a bet and simple as that. And I'd probably stand him out in the court as well. El Bodegon. Oh, El That's a warm-up for El Bodegon, isn't it? Yeah. This is a warm-up. Okay, cool. Well, I'm happy to stand him out. Yeah, because El Bodegon's, um, like, his his trials were inconclusive. So I can't really see. It was a typical Waller trial. You know where you just look at it and just go, He's just taking him around for a run. He hasn't shown us anything. So it would not surprise me to see it come out and run an absolute bottler first up. But again, I'm not I'm not gonna hold my breath. I do love Timmy Clark on though. We can't doubt Enemo now, can we? Nah. Well, he is. He's a freak horse. And I think you you can forgive that run in the in the McKinnon last start when he lost to Zaki purely because he was end of prep. His grand final had been and gone, I think. James Cummings was just having a crack there, a bit more cash, simple as that. Yeah, for sure. I remember that. All right, let's stand him out for sure. Animo, that's fucking good. I love a standout. Yep. Uh, so the next race, good luck in <laughs> race this game. Yeah. You, you'd almost be considering fielding this one. Okay. Yeah. Look at it. It's pretty. I'd, 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 I honestly, I honestly don't have have an angle here at all. Yeah, nothing stands out to me either. Norwegian Bliss is good. It's been going through the grades. Um, it's, yeah, who knows how it's going to perform against this lot, though. Jamea, yeah, I don't know. What about this next race, Oracle? Oh, I love this next Wild race. Oaks. All right, race what? 10. Yeah, race I really like this race. So I've got a bit of an angle here. So what do you guys think? What do you like? Jeez, just probably think about it. Just at a glance. Well, fifty-four kilos. Clip Clippo on. Connie loves a very lightweighted horse. I do love a, a lightweighted horse. The, if anyone's lightweight, I'm all and, over it. And they've got a good jockey booking. He's all around it. 
I think it's just so such got, an advantage. So, guys, if you have a look at this race, what do you think Spacewalk would be if he was in this race? Um, geez, probably he'd be up there in the market. Do you reckon he'd be, what, around the 2 280, 290 mark if he was in this race? I'd probably back him over Waterford, which is the current favourite. There you go. So how did did you guys watch um, Spacewalk win two weeks ago, I think it was now? Was that at the Goldie? At Rose Hill. Oh, Rose, Rose Hill. Hill. Yeah. So Destination ran second to him last start. And ah, I thought his yeah, run yeah. was... I thought his run was enormous. And you could see that he was looking for more ground. I can't see why he's 17 bucks. Yeah, I was, I was on him. I was on him that, that race, actually. Yeah, like Spacewalk was very short. But the, I, actually took, I actually took the drift on Spacewalk. He drifted out to about three bucks on Betfair, which was a bit of a surprise. Um, but yeah, I thought Destination's run behind um, Spacewalk was enormous. Keeps Chad Schofield's drawn really, really nicely. I honestly thought he'd pop up maybe second, maybe I'm sorry, not second, third or fourth favourite here in single digits. So the fact that we can shop around about the seventeen dollar mark, did he has he been met with a bit of support? Not really. No, no. sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, back down to sixteen. G- G- can you get what can you get with Ned's calls? Because I can see here with with the app that I'm using twenty ones. Let me look. That is out of control. I've got sixteens with sports bet. Um with Ned's. Gimme Jeez, I'd take seconds. I'd take twenty ones if you can get Neds. Are you thinking? Here we go. Upgrade, update required. Here we go. What are you thinking, Oracle? Are you thinking this could be an early bet? Um, it might be. If you can get this twenty ones with with Neds, I'd just probably chime in on that. Just have a little, just just have a little snippet on it. I'm just looking at it now. It's told me to update because I can't see him starting. I can't see him starting. I. I can't see him starting with a two twenty in front of his name with those figures that he did and the the way the race panned out with Spacewalk. That'd be ridiculous if he started with twenty. Oh yeah, I mean he's opened at eighteens and coming to sixteens. Like surely it just keeps coming down. Oracle, I'm gonna have to get back to you on that one. It's updating Done. and very slowly we'll at Tweed. That's all good. So all yeah, right. have a look. If you can get twenty ones, take that each way all day. Just have a little snippet on it. All right, destination race ten Randwick. I will be fucking having something on that for sure. I'm I'm gonna have something on it even if it's sixteens. I think. Oh yeah, like I'll take sixteens. Come on, fucking hell, three dollars fifty a place. All right, let's not. Should we go to Sandown then? Let's go to Sandown now. So Sandown's um, another good meeting. Obviously, as we spoke about at the start, where we've got CF4 stakes. So literally the the first group one of the of the year. Now, what I love is the fact that it's at Sandown. It's not at Caulfield, the, the track that I despise the most in the country. Is now, it traditionally, there? It's usually at Caulfield, yeah. Okay, good. So traditionally with the, the CF4 stakes, probably in the, in, the, in the more modern era, like when I say that, last five, six, seven years, it's been traditionally more an on-pace dominated group one. So if you're on pace, then traditionally you, you, you've usually won it. And that could be a couple of different factors. One, it could be the way the rail position's been at Caulfield. It could be because those hard fit horses are rolling forward and those those other horses kind of resuming from their spells are kind of finishing off nicely and now you just want to see them run through the line. I don't know. There's a couple of different factors, but traditionally it's always been a leader bias um, or leader more on-pace bias type result. 
So it's certainly something to consider this year. And and when you when we talk about it a little bit more, it'd be interesting to see what you guys' thoughts are on the on the race and who you're selecting. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Look, like you know, like I said earlier, Tuvalu jumped out at me because I just think he's going to be in for a big prep. Um, he's a very very good horse, and I kind of see. But the issue I have with it when I look into it more is. Gentleman Roy and him will probably want the lead. Now, Tuvalu's got barrier one, so I think he can probably take like a nice sit. But, mm. I mean, if they get into any sort of speed battle, it probably will set stuff up for Jack Jackano and I'm Thunderstruck, really. So, in my opinion, I have um, my my top choice is Gentleman Roy in this race. Mm. I, I loved his win in the in last start. Yeah, I've had John an Dillon opinion Stakes. on him too. Like I, I thought, I thought that run was huge. He got eyeball there, and he just rocketed through that line. He's re- he's got a really good second up record. He loves the track. Like he obviously won up the track last start. And what's interesting is Mark Zara has opted to ride him, and he's Thunderstruck's normal or regular rider. You yeah, find that look, interesting? Yeah, he's Gentleman Roy's. I mean, he had a really good prep last prep, and he's just come out. Looking amazing, this one. Hasn't he? Like, when I first looked at this, him and Tuvalu stood out. Something swayed me to Tuvalu. Now, yeah. Like, but Gentleman Roy was probably my second thing. I I just, like, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's sand down. Like, they can run on. And if if anyone goes too hard up front, it could open it up for some of them. Like, it's a fucking good race. Have you looked at that rail position yet, um, Con, either? No, what is it? So the rail's out ten meters. Oh wow. God. Wow. So there's no rain expected. Rail out ten meters. So there's no risk of obviously the inside chopping out. So to me that suggests that that's when a lot of those horses come flying down the outside at Sandown, isn't it? Yeah. I was about to say, look, I think with uh it really sets it Jack up for the front runners. And uh I'm Thunderstruck. I feel like that pace is gonna be hot. Jack Renault disappointed me his first start, to be honest, at Sandown. Against, were you like, disappointed much... by the run, were you? Won. Uh, yeah, like he kept – I just thought he should have done it easier. Like I thought he was – he he like – it was like a much lesser field. I, th- I thought he oh, should have much, put him away easier. And I know he's first up and everything like that. And he was up – and he was stuck on the inside. And he just never should have lost that race. But I wasn't impressed by it. Yeah, I know where your head's at. I can see where your head's at. He drops a bit in weight here and, and he gets up to his more suitable trip of, of 1,400 metres. But I certainly can see that angle, definitely. Yeah. And I, like, I, I, think, I think he's a great chance. He's thinking, and he's definitely going in the quaddy, that's for sure. But I, I could even make a case for Nugget, to be honest. Yeah, I like Nugget too. Nugget's a great horse. He's oh. coming off some big, some big wins. He's a winner. He's a, he's a great chance. Tourath, I thought was really, really good behind Jigsaw in that um in that Australia Stakes. Jeez, man, it's, I'm, I'm just looking here now. Sorry, Oracle. That's all right. I'm just looking at this pace here. What have you got as your yeah, what, speed map? So I've got I've got a real quite a slow pace. So I've got Gentleman Roy leading um, from Tuvalu. I've got Tourath just I've got Tourath just behind with Call Sign Mav. And then three pairs back off the fence, I've got Brightside with Western Empire. And then you've got Nugget um, and then Jackano and Thunderstruck out the back. 
So you think it's going to be quite got. a slow pace? I think it's going to be a slow pace. Okay. I honestly think that Jared Fry is going to let um, Gentleman Roy lead. Wow. Sorry, I'm just I'm I'm reading as I. You think he's going to let him read and just take a sit behind him? I reckon he'll take a sit. Mate, Tuvalu's record first up track and distance jockey is outstanding. Yeah. If it you, is, isn't it? If you had to have a bet on it, he's what would ne- you, what would you he bet He has never lost on... I mean, he's never been out of the placings on the on the horse. The horse is two from two at the track. He's at the distance for five times at the distance for three wins, a second and a third. Never out of the, out of the three, top three. And on good, he is seven runs on good for four wins and three seconds. He is pretty good, isn't it? 100%... 100% place rating as well. It is freakishly good. Do you know, if you're going, I'm, I'm none of these, uh, this race isn't going to be a betting race for me because I just can't find an angle. It's but t- honestly, if a gun to my head, just go three and seven, Quinella. Yeah. Simple as that. These are, the, these are the ones where we talk about it and don't do it and then we, and they happen. They're oh, both good prices though. I might even just go them, chuck them two in the quaddy. I can't not. Just, I'm almost like three quarters of the field in the quaddy here. I'd, I'm with I'm with Con. Let's go for a bit. Of, let's go for it. Let's go. Well, if you're with Con, then I'm with seven. you. <laughs> you're the Oracle, I reckon just mate. chuck three and seven in the quad. Yeah, lovely. And just just pray and hope that opens it up for us too. Well, we'll we're, we'll definitely get some value out of. Well, let's touch on race six then because we'll get that quaddy. Well, let's just do the quaddy and then we'll touch on any other horses that. I okay. reckon we t- um, that I'm keen on. All right, so first so, race six, first leg. You ready? You yeah. ready for this? Yeah. Right, number five, moral. Easy. Kick it off. Stand it <laughs> out. Look at it. Uh, is it undefeated? No, nah, it's yeah, lost one. Under, uh, it's had one loss. It's got a bit of a picket fence going, though. Mate, the horse, is, the horse is awesome. Matty Hoy, um, Steve O'Day, Matty Hoyster, they don't travel their horses unless they think they're legit. Yeah. They've in the most informed stable I think in Australia at the moment, the horse has trialed enormously. Flying, All you they? need to do is go back and look at what it did first up when it went for the went through the regal roller, and it absolutely gave windburn to Rangers. William Thomas, open minded, like decent, decent Saturday grade horses. It just gave it windburn. I can't see anything beating this horse, and it's a dead set moral. Chain of lightning doesn't like firm ground. Simple as that, and that's the only danger. Simple as that. Easy. Oh, what, 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 I love what, that. What, what are we putting on this? Oracle. Um, this will this will be this will probably if this stays around the three three fifty mark, this will be a better for the pudding. This horse is just going to win. Would you, would you get on oh. now? This I'll ready for this. I'll make the call now. This horse gets an Everest slot. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> okay, that is now. fucking awesome because I that would love to open up this quaddy with a standout in the first leg, and then. Three and seven in the second leg, and then just pretty much cover everything in the last two. Well, the last I've got, I've got, yeah, the last is a tough race. Race nine. Yeah. Yeah. Savannah so, Cloud. Yeah, I, mm. Mm. So, yeah, so let's, so let's easy knock that in. Rubiton is Uncommon Jane's moral. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. And Leah, do you want to touch on race eight? Are yeah, we, we'll are we putting the quaddy on now, you reckon? Yeah, Oracle? definitely. 
I don't think you can put it on yet. I think it comes out Friday. Yeah, you can't. God. But we're going, we're working through it. So, yeah, yeah race eight. Oh, yeah. What do we got? Corner pocket, smoke and Romans cross. So, the, so so the, the Carline um, oh. Cup. It's actually a really, really good race over the mile. Yeah, Sunshine Rising's in Where there. Is the I was going to say, that's the, that's the first horse I want to touch on. Remember it, the ex-Hong Kong horse? Yeah. Rising, rising eight-year-old? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's actually trialled really, really well um, at Randwick over the, on the 23rd of Jan. Oh, yeah. I, thought I, I, I really liked the trial. I thought it was really good. Um, Blake Shin, obviously, we know is a, a wonderful jockey and one of the best in the business. So to be honest, I, I think it's a really good horse. Yeah, God, there's, there's some good ones in this race too. Where is Declan Bates? I know. I don't know where he is, Corbs, because I looked at that as well. What is he's he not because because Declan <laughs> should be his yeah, one ride like, of the day, one ride of the day. He may he may be suspended. I don't know. He might be too heavy, heavier than Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah. So, do, like, I I'd love to get on Sunshine here. I mean. Do you know who's some, I, I wouldn't leave out a couple like Explosive Jack and Young Werther out of the quaddy either, I reckon. You don't reckon so? I thought Explosive Jack wasn't. Uh, uh, he's obviously looking for 2,400 metres. He, uh, I honestly could, pounding had him covered very, very easy last start. Like I wouldn't be considering in. him. What was that? I'd be chucking pounding. Oh, look at that barrier. Pounding I'd still chuck 15. it in. Particularly if we're going very short in those first two legs. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking wide. Just that, what was that big race, that explosive Jack won? He won the Derby. The Derby, ATC yeah, Derby. That's right. I was on him at that race that was too. I. That's why I... Yeah, that's right. That's why I I just put these those sort of things in for this sort of stuff when I've got a bit of wiggle room. Yeah. Because the ones that I've won on before... In? Yeah, who? I'd chuck subconscious in there. Oh yeah, it's sixty one. Wow. The reason why it's 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 um it's an ex American horse. It was a group one like group one, group two winner in America. Well I think it was I think group one place potentially in America, I can't remember. Yeah. But um group it's a group two winner. So yes, I I, I understand there wasn't great behind Gentleman Roy, ninth of twelve or anything like that, but he beat home regards Marie and Paldioro. Like it wasn't a horrible, horrible run. I I wouldn't be put. I'd definitely be putting him in the quadic. Yeah. Okay. Well, a hundred percent at sixty ones, definitely. Yeah. And he's with Mark Eustace. Bon, Sosie Bon. Sosie Bon has to go in. Yeah. Hundred percent. The twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Sosie Bon, and I'd put Corner Pocket and Crosshaven. Yeah. You don't and, think Smoke and uh, Romans can run a race? My concern for Smoke and Romans is, and any horse coming out of that Melbourne Cup, is how often do you see a horse run in the Melbourne Cup and not come back itself? Mm. Look at very, very elegant, perfect example. Yeah. Um, it's taken, what, four years to, what was that? Danny O'Brien horse? Uh, Vow and Declare. Vow and Declare. It's taken, what, two, two or three years to get it back up to speed. Like, the Melbourne Cup is a brutally run race and it's coming off 100 days or thereabouts coming back between runs. So obviously Ethan Brown booking is, is, is really positive, but it's got to carry the big weight first up and I think it's got bigger yeah. fish to fry. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Leave that out. Yeah. 
So that that's who I'd be putting in there as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's well. We can we can take a couple out of that then, which is making that quaddy look a bit more juicier. Yeah. See what you think. All right. Well, do you want to go touch on the last race here? Well, let's touch on the last race, and then we can touch on a few other horses that I'm looking at. So, okay. Um, it's a BM84, so not much going on. Do you want me to talk about the race? Or are you happy just for me to give you um, the quaddy numbers? Yeah, let's go quaddy numbers in this one. All right, you ready? Yeah. One. Hold up, bear with me. I'll just get the. I'll get them in market order. I'm um, sorry, in number order rather than market order. All right, one. Yep, Savannah Cloud. Three. Here to shock. Six. William Thomas. Jeez, is he ever going to win a race again? I hope so. He's flying at the moment. He's, he's um, going eight. Right. Uh, Sparkle. Yeah, that's that ex-Japanese horse that was in the trial with... Who are we talking about? Someone was in the trial. Can't remember. Um, Netanyahu, number 10. In a trial with Tuvalu, that Sparkle horse. That was the one. Eagles Krags trialed really well. Yep. 12, 13. So go quite wide. So at least if you get yeah. like a $10 pop-up, you'll be oh, laughing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I fucking yeah. really like the sound of that sparkle thing. It's an eight fifty. All right, so that that quaddy, I'm really liking the look of that quaddy. We're starting starting real slim, and then hopefully we get to that last race and something at real good odds gets up yeah. for us. It might be where my money's going that quaddy on the weekend, I reckon. Oh, and imagine in the eight if um <laughs> if subconscious uh, gets up. <laughs> yeah, that's what oh. you want. All That'd the money ridiculous. will be going on Islam Makachev by submission <laughs> in hope in hope that Volkanovski wins. So therefore it eases the pain. Yeah, we've got we've developed a uh, a plan, a bit of a hack of the system oh, yeah. actually. Come if, to t- mm-hmm. come to us from Deno. Yeah. If you bet against what you want to happen, you can't yep. be too can't disappointed. Lose. You can't lose, exactly. <laughs> Deno asked me before, I won't go too much into it, but if the betting gods tapped on my window, license and 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 sports bet account funds, and yep. you gave him your funds, and he said, "How much would you pay for Volkanovski to win on the weekend?" And I said, "A thousand bucks out of my personal account. I'd give him a thousand bucks if they could rig yeah. it that way." And he so said, means- "He said we'll chuck a thousand dollars on Islam Makachev to win because if Volkanovski wins." Then it doesn't matter. You would have paid that money for him to win anyway. Exactly. Exactly. That's the tactic. That's a good tactic. It doesn't translate into horse racing, unfortunately, but it does on on man-to-man combat. Have you guys, like, um, what are the odds at the moment for that fight? Uh, Volk's 380 or something. Islam's like $1.30. Yeah. Islam's by submission $2.45 Yeah we're liking Islam by submission We don't want it to happen But it's what we think will happen What did you say then What what can you guys get Volk at To win 390 So it's 480 on um, Betfair There we go What's Islam by submission Yeah First round Is Islam by submission Hold up yeah, Islam by submission is two forty four. Yeah, yeah, that's similar. identical odds, two dollars yeah. forty five. They're not going to give you any more on that. Nah, they're not. There's not much not depth silly. in the market either. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, 
So I think they've only had 4,000 match, which isn't a lot at all. Oh, okay. Do they let you no. know on that what, what, they, what they've got in the pool? Yeah, they tell you how much money's been exchanged across, across that particular race or that particular event. It's oh. pretty good because you can see with the interest loss. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, all right, so what do you have you got a few others for us? Yeah, so let's. I reckon we go through because it's interesting because the you guys would have heard the Blue Diamond, yeah, two year old race. So there's Blue Diamond preludes on this weekend. So you got the Colts and Geldings, which is race three, yeah, and then race four you've got the the Phillies. So let's touch on race three. So that's the, the Colts and Geldings. So you, I, I've, I've mentioned Barber before in the podcast, which is quite a good horse from for Godolphin. Yeah. Um, I think it's third or second in line of betting for the. For the slipper. Now, Corbs, I want to get your thoughts on this. So have a look at number three here, Brave Halo. Where are we? Sorry, mate. I was still so – I was in depth in the Makachev thing. Sandown Race 3. Sand, Sandown Sand Race down. 3. So it's it's a, it's a Perth horse. So it's coming out of like – it came out of a two-year-old race um, back in November and it won by about five and a half lengths. It was a dollar fifteen favourite, so it was, it was Winks odds. But – you're going back through its form. It's putting up some incredible figures considering it's it's a three-start two-year-old. Oh, yeah. Shame it's got Damien Oliver booked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, this is something that I'd love Nash to be on. Just a, a, well, This horse will go forward. We know that. Definitely. That's what I mean. Oh, look. This is a crazy race. I'm just looking down at the other run- runners. Oh, Gangitano is one I've got a lot of time for as well. Yeah. Oh, what do you reckon about these two favourites? F- funny thing coming from West form is sometimes yeah. it just doesn't stack up, which is so weird. Not weird, but I don't know if it's just change of scenery and whatever. Um, mm. It's a long way. But God, I'd love to. So, so Corbs, I read, and Con, I read these interesting things say about this horse. So the figures that it's putting up in its two-year-old year and it's times that it's stacking, that it's doing, are actually better than what Amelia's jewel put up at her in her two-year-old year. Oh. You're kidding. No. I absolutely froth Amelia's jewel. I know, we all do. She's a girlfriend of ours. Wow. I think um, that's almost worth my worth my money after hearing that. So I, when I first looked at this race, at I think it was midday, I was having a quick bite between clients. And I was like, all right, Barber's going around. Watch $3.30. And then I noticed this horse and I looked into it a little bit more. Um, yeah, it, it looks it looks legit. That's for sure. Would you be and having... And they're not bringing it over for a, a tea party. That's for sure. Yeah. Would you, have it, would you be having a go at this, you reckon? No, not at all. So Watch the horse him. that I really like in this race and, and is actually a black booker of mine is Gangitano. Uh... So I loved, I loved his run. He was back in November. Um, he was behind Cylinder and Little Brosy, I think the, the name yep. is. Yep. Uh, I loved it. For a horse that um, that was on debut, I thought he was did really, really well over an unsuitable trip. He – not an unsuitable trip, sorry, um, just like a – just a race that I think he, he just needed the race experience. But his trainers, Ash and, and Amy Yagi, are unbelievable and very, very underrated trainers. So they don't bring horses. It's like um, uh, Julius um, Sandu as well. He's another really underrated track. They don't bring their, their horses to town unless they're legit. So I can see why 
he's in the market. I think he, what did he open around the $10 mark or thereabouts? Yeah, about eight. Yeah, so now he's into around the, what, the six six fifty mark or thereabouts? Yes, I've got seven fifty. yeah. Sorry, open yeah, at so nine I can see, into seven fifty. Yeah, so I can I can see why there's been market support. I thought he was very, very good. Funnily enough, his dam is Colosimo. That's why they called him Ganjitano. Oh, um, sorry, yeah, <laughs> called him Ganjitano. <laughs> True. How, how good's that? That's so good. Yeah, I yeah, rate so, them too around the around country Victoria, Amy and Ash. Yeah, very very good horse. When you see them take a horse to Mooney Valley on a Friday night, nine times out of ten, it's wound up ready to go. Yeah, okay. And if and if you see market support for it, just get on it. Maybe a little trifecta in this one then. Yeah, you could. Um, yeah, yeah. It, there's, there's a couple of decent horses in here. This Moody horse's amigo scares me a little bit. Like, I had a bet on it. I think it was last Saturday or the Saturday before, and it was scratched at the barriers, so it didn't end up going around. So it's obviously got a bit of a hot head, but um, it was met with a bit of support. Like, I think it it, it started. I think it opened at a decent price, and then it was met with support right up until the jump before it was um before it was scratched. So that's a scary thing. And again, you've got these young horses which don't know what, what they're doing or anything along those lines. So it's a race that I'm probably going to sit and watch, but I'm going to be very intrigued by watching this brave halo go around and obviously see how Barber and um, Gangitano go as well in terms of, I guess, what they're looking like as Blue Diamond prospects. Yeah, I'm really keen to see this brave halo go around now. What about um, race four? Yeah, so the Philly. So Mick, Price came out on radio this week and said Charmstone is the best two-year-old he's ever trained. Oh, wow. It's a big claim. Which is big, which is big. Now, I'm not sure what to take of it. Usually, he's pretty honest with the punters and the media with, with horses. Like, I've, I've seen him declare horses on radio that morning and it's come out and actually won. So, he's really honest like that, which is a good thing. So, do you want the honest truth? I think it's better than every other horse in this race. Yeah, okay. It beat Empress of Wonder. By two lengths. It's got Zara aboard as well. Exactly. Huge push. Like, to be honest, um, it could be immoral, to be honest. But, again, two-year-old. So, I'm not willing to to do that with a two-year-old. But it could could come out and just absolutely brain this field. Okay, good, good. So, we got a a couple of morals going around, which is always Potentially, yeah. All right, so, yeah. Oracle, 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 we, we haven't touched. We haven't touched on race two though. Okay, what our do you boy like Virtual there? Circle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's back. It's actually a really good race. Yeah, and he's paying eighteen dollars. Yeah, so he's he's he's. I haven't seen any jump outs or anything like that, which is which is quite frustrating. But obviously, we know he's going to be better at suited over over further distance. And he's most likely going to be out the back. So when we speak about that rail being out the two meter position, there is cons- I do have concerns about him making up any sort of ground. And to me, looking towards I guess an ATC derby, which is probably his target, I would be probably just making sure he's excuse me hits the line really really nicely, and and that's all you want to see. Yeah. So we'll, so, just, we'll just watch uh, him. Watch him, but I thought Pericles jumped out really, really nicely. Okay. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really nice jump out. And I think when we spoke about it, remember how like last year when we, we were dissecting the, the derby, we had concerns about it running out a strong 2,000, 
um, 400 meters, yeah. which which proved to be correct. But you've got to remember, like when he his prep was weird last year. He went 1400, 1400, 2000, and then 2500 meters into the derby. So it would not surprise me to see him turn up here and absolutely blitz this field. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So if you were asking me to like gun to my head for a bet on here, I'd be putting Pericles in because he'll roll forward most likely and it wouldn't surprise me to see him just kick on the bend and, and give nothing else a chance. Yeah, okay. Carr and Cummings, I like that. Yeah. So, so well, look, we've got, what are we going? Should we, should we wrap it up or have you got there's, anything else for us? There's one more actually, just one more I want to um, put out to the Oracle. Mm-hmm. We're going west. Yeah, so there's only one race I'm interested in at the moment. It's the Flower Stakes mm-hmm. race eight at um, Ascot. Yeah, get that. Oh yeah, yeah. Now the two favourites to me stand straight off the page. Um, my Bellamy is a black booker. Yeah, but I 100% need to see if they are running on. Yeah. Um, because Ascot can have tend to have a bit of a funny way with that. Like um Rails about three meters. Okay, that's that's interesting. Um this yeah, it's um I think this is a two horse war. I think you don't reckon Fanta's in this course after no. running within a point one of a length of Angelic's miss. No, sorry. My, my girl Angelic miss. Look, I do I do think Fanta's hundred percent in with the shot. Um Yeah. Especially racing from that barrier as well. Um, yeah. I just, it, I really, really like Snipperucci. Yeah. Snipperucci to me is a bit of a freak. But then again, um, if if they're running on there, I feel like my Bellamy is a, is a bet. I know this yeah. is Oracle okay. Hour, but if Snipperucci, if, 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 there's going to be, like, Snipperucci is going to lead this with, I feel like Titan Blind is going to be pushing forward. Fanta's going to be blitzing out of the gate as well. And if they're running yeah. on, it's going to just open that up straight away for my Bellamy, who has been, if, if you get a chance, um, go back and watch my Bellamy as last few races. It, they've been extremely exciting. Um, 54 yeah. kilos. I it, like that. That's what I mean. And it's a bit, it is a step up. It is a solid step up, but... Paddy Carberry, who we do love, who's actually been a bit funny in form. He was super hot not too long ago, and then he went. Yeah. He's gone a little bit funny, but um, and I think that's been seen by uh, the horses. He's been um, nom to ride. You know, he's actually lost a well, not lost a few, but he was getting premier horses not long ago. Now he's sort of dropped off a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to discuss this one quickly because my Bellamy was a black booker I wanted to bring up. Um, but yeah, if they're running, obviously Snipper, if they if they are leading and winning through that day, Fanta and Snipperucci are going to look quite hard to beat there. I think. Well, you got to remember, like um, Patrick Carby rode uh, Angelic Miss last start um, that knocked off Fanta. Just uh, he's jumped onto my Bellamy, so that's probably a big push because he's like you said, he's the Probably the premier because Chris Parnham's obviously over here riding a couple of WA horses at Sandown. So Is one would suggest that Pat, yeah. So he's on a, he's on one that I I don't mind laced up heels. 
in one of the races in Sandown Lace as well. As well. <laughs> Lace yeah. Up Hill's another black booker. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't. I, I'm I'm very very wary when um, West horses come this way. Um, yeah. Here we go. Lace Up Hill's black book. Ridiculous run. Ascot twelve hundred. Uh, so Chrissy's over there. He's he's riding that in the fifth at Sandown. I did say yeah, I I do have commented twelve hundred plus in my um, even though he's won over a thousand, obviously. Um, well, you got eleven hundred meters at Sandown. Yeah, and a big wind up, I guess. Is that Chrissy? So yep. Rail Chrissy. out ten meters. So there we go. He's he'll be going in my bloody. He'll be going in my early quaddy. <laughs> 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 All right, so my Bellamy at Ascot will watch to see if they're running on. You reckon better if they're running on? Look, that look, I, I don't want to really have an input on the Oracle Hour, but that if they're running on, my Bellamy for me is just, and you know, I had a good one than a shocker, but um, my Bellamy to me is a is a rock solid bet if they're running on fifty four kilos. Nice. Fuck. All right, nice. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, All right, one more Doombin. Doombin race. Okay, sorry, yeah. major art. <laughs> If Major Artie gets scratched, back road rocker. Doombin race four. Doombin but race four. If it doesn't, four. don't bother on the race. If ma- so, Doombin race four. Major Artie gets scratched. We want. If Major Artie gets scratched and runs at Randwick, back road rocker. Back road rocker. Do you, do you think Artie might be scratched? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Not okay. They've got good. They've got good jockey bookings at at both locations, so they haven't given much away. Okay. Good. All right, that's a really interesting one. That's a good one. All right, Oracle, thanks so much for your time. Pleasure, lads. Great to have you back. We'll, uh, it's we'll good look, to be back. Yeah, we look forward to the weekend and um, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, lads. Take it easy. See you, See Oracle. Ya. Love you.